Welcome to this month's episode of Krebcast. Krebcast is a podcast created by the Real Estate Board for its members. Each episode will cover a variety of topics geared towards realtors. We'll talk about how the market's doing, provide board updates, and discuss other topics of importance to our members. I'm your host, Sarah Gilman. I'm a communications coordinator here at Kreb. On today's episode, we're talking shop to a group of outstanding realtors who were recognized at our virtual AGM in April. This group includes Rob Campbell, Rick Campos, Stan Matlaszewski, and Tom Westcott. Thank you all for joining us on our first social distancing episode. First up, we have Rob Campbell. Rob received the 2019 Realtor of the Year, or TWH Bill Saunders Memorial Award. This award is the most prestigious that Kreb has to offer. It is presented to Kreb Realtors who exemplify professionalism, leadership, and dedication to the community. Rob has been an active volunteer since 1981. In that time, he has served on various committees and participated in board leadership roles at Kreb. This includes a stint as president for the Kreb Realtor Community Foundation in 2017. Rob, congrats on receiving this award and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So you initially came from a hospitality background. How did you get into real estate? I actually took the real estate course in British Columbia back in the early 90s. Um, when I was DJing at a nightclub there, I thought, you know, maybe I should get into real estate there because I had a friend's father who was involved in it. Ended up moving back to Calgary and then had someone suggested here. So took my license and the rest was history. Okay. So you, you've always had uh, an interest in real estate though, but your life just kind of took you in another direction temporarily and then uh, landed you back in real estate in the end? It was kind of a natural progression when I got into when I got into real estate because it was, you know, I mean, I knew the hospitality business inside and out. I've been in it since I was 18 years old and I've worked it, you know, all over Western Canada, you know, Australia. So I, I know, I know the business like the back of my hand. So it was a, it was a very fluid kind of transition into that side of the business. What would you say then is the most enjoyable part of your job? For me, it's the people. Again, being, being in the hospitality industry, you spend your time being with people meeting new people, the, the relationship part of the business is what really drew me in and keeps me, you know, focused and enjoying it. Definitely your love of people there has probably influenced your reasoning behind getting involved with all the different parts of Kreb. So can you tell us what you're most proud of? I mean, the reason I got involved at Kreb at the beginning was just because industry, the industry as, as, a, as a real estate agent is you're kind of a lone wolf, right? When you start in, you don't really know anybody, most people unless you grew up, you know, your family was in real estate or something. Um, so to get to know people uh, outside of my brokerage at the time, getting involved in CREB was, was kind of a route to do that. Um, and it also helped me gain a lot of knowledge. So like the first thing that I did was I volunteered for the commercial committee. It was a great way to meet other commercial brokers, real estate agents that were, you know, focused on commercial and expand my knowledge. So that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. You get to meet some great people when you're up there volunteering. You know, volunteering is running my family, so it was a natural thing for me. But uh, I think probably as, as, I, as I progressed through, I took a lot of different opportunities for volunteering at CREB, things that interested me, which was, I think, probably the best thing with CREB with is you can always find something up there that interests you that you can put your, you can put your energy and passion into, and which is something that I really kind of I got, I got to do that. I really like pick what I wanted to do, but if I were to pick one thing that I was most proud of, I'd have to say my time at the charitable foundation. 
I got voluntold to come to a, a foundation meeting by Jeff Michelagio. I showed up for one meeting and, and, and you know, it was a great group of people. And when you learned about what they did and, and what they were doing, it was kind of like, okay, this is something I can kind of sink my teeth into. You know, almost immediately I ended up being chair of the committee. Yeah, the time that I spent there was, was fantastic. A great group of people really, really focused on doing good works in the community. You know, the deal we did with Habitat for Humanity um, was just fantastic. And I was so proud to be involved in that. What are some challenges that come along with being a realtor? The one thing about being in real estate is, is that you don't, you don't get the regular paycheck, right? I mean, you're as good as your last deal. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly out there trying to network and, you know, round up leads and you got to find what works for you, whether it's being an individual that you and you're really, you're socially out there and you can get out and meet people and do your thing or whether you need to be part of a team and there's just there's so many different ways to do it i think that's the biggest challenge is figuring out where you fit within the industry where you can make the kind of living that you want to make one thing that i loved about it was being able to take my kids to school you know when our kids were little this job allowed me a lot of freedom to be able to go and stand on the fence line and watch my son play baseball do you have any advice for your colleagues who aspire to be the realtor of the year one day you just got to do what you do. I mean, be, if, if I, if I could point anybody in that direction is just be a good person. If you approach it from the aspect of, you know, you're not trying to win the award, you just try to do the right things. People notice that stuff. And I think that's kind of, you know, it was very humbling for me was that I guess people noticed the stuff that I was doing. That's all awesome advice that you've given us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Next up, we have Rick Campos. Rick has been a CREB member for 35 years and a CREB volunteer for most of that time. He is a former CREB director, he has chaired numerous standing committees, and he is currently serving as a governor for the CREB Realtor Community Foundation. Rick was one of our Honorary Life Member Award recipients for his outstanding service to the real estate industry. Congrats, Rick, and thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, sir. It's my pleasure. So, Rick, you are a governor for the Kreb Realtor Community Foundation and a friend of the foundation. Can you talk a bit about these programs and why you joined them at Kreb? I'm going to share a quote. Lena Horn once said, service is the rent we pay to live on planet Earth. I framed my life with that for many, many years. And, you know, you just stumble in to volunteer work sometimes. You don't intentionally go out to, okay, I'm going to find something to volunteer with. An opportunity is in front of you and you can say yes or no. We're into our third year with Habitat as a CREB partnership. And I, I got to share a really great day again with my daughter, Alyssa, helping to build shelters for needy families in the, in the Northwest. The opportunities are there. It's just, you know, it's a decision we all have to make. Am I going to, am I not going to? I actually read somewhere that at one point in your life that you were sleeping on a park bench. Do you think that that influenced your decision to get involved and give back? I had people take me in when I was on the road as a kid when I was 16. Uh, it was in October. It was cold out. I didn't even have a coat. I had a hat, the clothes I was wearing, short sleeve shirt. And he t- took me home. His mom took my clothes, washed them. They fed me supper. They fed me breakfast put me back into my clean clothes, gave me a jacket to wear because I was hitchhiking north and never had any more contact with them. What that did for me, it gave me hope for humanity. We're, we're only successful because somebody believes in us. 
it seems kind of fitting that way back then for you, somebody took you in and provided shelter. And now you are doing that back in our community. Speaking of giving back, what would you say is the most memorable moment you've had from volunteering? Is there any one thing that kind of stands out in your mind? The one thing that stands out is about 20 years ago, I volunteered quite a bit at St. Mary's Parish Feed the Hungry on Sunday mornings. We serve 800 people plus in that line every day or every Sunday. And a guy came through the line that I recognized. And when we made eye contact, I knew that I knew this guy. And I couldn't say, you know, that phrase, hey, how's it going? You know, I know that his eyes were sad, my eyes were sad. And so that's one of the most impactful moments I've ever had. So because you think about it, but for the grace of God, there go I. I guess you never really know what's going on in other people's lives. And we can't be too sure who or when someone is going to need our help. Now, why do you think that volunteering is so important in our industry? We, if anybody should, we understand the value of having some place that you can call home. It's an opportunity for you to put the paint on the wall. It's an opportunity for you to have a place to lay your head at night in a clean, dry, warm, safe home. You're safe and your kids are safe. And you can flick the switch and you've got instant electricity or turn the hot water tap on. You've got hot water. You know, you wake up in the morning and you didn't have to worry about somebody breaking in last night because you're in a safe place. And I think as real estate agents who sell residential real estate, we see that, we live that, we're a part of that process. And for us to be able to volunteer through the Community Care Foundation to help people find shelter, it's that lens we get to see through that sometimes other people don't get to see through that. I guess you're kind of in a position that you're already helping people find shelter through your job. And then it's just kind of a natural fit to move into the volunteer side as well, which as you've already touched on, you get that personal connection and it, you get that feel good feeling inside when you, when you help other people. And so it can definitely be extended when realtors help out and give back. You don't do it to get, you know, there, there is a return in the universe on what you do. I 100% agree with that. I actually saw a quote, I think it was on one of your websites, and it was by Dale Carnegie. And it said, people don't remember you for what you got, only for what you give. And I just thought this was such a powerful quote. Like everybody deep down inside wants to be remembered when we're gone. And yeah, I thought this quote summarized up the benefits of volunteering in terms of the legacy it can bring to you. If you're fortunate in life to have some extra money and be comfortable, no one's going to remember that when we're gone. But like you've said, people do volunteering for almost kind of like a selfish reasons. Sometimes, but you know what? It's better to do or give a little bit of something than a whole lot of nothing. And you don't have to give away the farm. You don't have to quit your job and volunteer your whole life and like every minute of the day because you you still got to balance out your life with your family and you know your job and everything else take a test drive you don't have to sign up for your whole life to be involved in something just take a test drive and see how you like it and see how you 
appreciate and enjoy the people who you you work around in a volunteer opportunity. If you take the test drive, you'll buy the car. Trust me. Well, there's there's so many different ways to take that test drive, right? Like you can get involved on board leadership, you can get involved with like habitat builds, like you said, you can get involved with just donating like contribution. So yeah, there's something for everybody, it seems. I didn't start my career thinking I was going to, you know, be on the SIBS committee for five years or be on charitable foundation or be on, you know, the investigating team, you know, or be a board of director or any of this stuff. Somebody just asked me if I wanted to help. What I've learned over the years from volunteering at the Calgary Real Estate Board has been invaluable. But the people that I've been able to network with, and when I say network, the people that I've been blessed with to have them in my life, I could probably name a hundred people who have impacted my life in such a huge way. Thank you so much for your insight, and we really appreciate you joining us. It was a pleasure, Sarah, and I've been really blessed to have all of these friendships through all these years, and I just want to say thank you back to the Calgary Real Estate Board. Next, we have Stan Matlashewski. Stan has been a CREB member for more than 50 years. That currently makes him CREB's longest-serving member. He also assists on the Calgary Assessment Review Board, and he has been a member of CREB's Inquiry and Professional Standards Committee since 1996. Stan was awarded the Honorary Life Member Award this past year. This was for his positive contributions to the real estate business. Congrats on your lifetime achievement and welcome to the podcast, Stan. Well, thank you. The um, Lifetime Achievement Award, I, I wasn't expecting it. And uh, it actually took uh, probably, oh, I don't know, a week or two or three weeks before it sank in. And because uh, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm not one for awards. And um, I, I just find that, you know, doing whatever you have to do and be the best that you can. I understand you've been practicing for over 50 years. Uh, what would you say has been the key to your success? When you say, um, uh, what was uh, your key to success and being here without being on an ego trip, uh, the, uh, the key to my success is me, really. And, and, and I, I, I mean, that's true for everyone that's in the business. Uh, the key to the success is, is the each individual and what they're prepared to do. You know, you're always meeting different people. And, um, and, and I just find that being of service and working with people inspires um, at least me and gives me energy. Um, I don't know of any other industry that, um, that you could have this kind of fun or, or, um, or enjoy uh, meeting so many people and doing so many things. If you could give one piece of advice to realtors just starting out, what would it be? First of all, get to know yourself. Uh, also, learn how to listen and, and what a person wants. Uh, you know, a prime example, somebody's coming in and the uh, budget is hamburger or whatever. Don't try and, and put a prime rib in their basket. Just deal with, with whatever. Because um, I find that even with uh, other sales areas, if a car, whatever, um, uh, salespeople think, well, maybe you should have this. No, it's not maybe what I want. It's what, what my buyer wants. 
wants. If I was going to come in today, I would probably spend a week or two with someone that does renovations and just ask them if I can follow them around to see what it costs and uh, how they work. I would also uh, maybe spend some time with a property manager and just follow them around to see what kind of problems there are so I can talk intelligently if somebody wants to buy an investment property, if they want to do a renovation. That's awesome advice. But because you are our longest serving member, I am wondering if you have any memorable moment that stands out in your head that you want to share with us today. Probably years ago, where uh, legally we could go talk to a mortgage manager, etc. Over the course of um, three years, I at least uh, 12 to 15 and probably more people that I talked to the builder that where they could afford the monthly payments, but they didn't have the down payment. And now, of course, you can't do this type of thing where I actually put down the down payment because it was coming out of the commissions anyway on a new home and put these people into a home. And they were so excited. That, that to me was a fun thing. And I could help people and just do something like that. And, um, and it worked for every yeah, we really appreciate you coming and taking time out of your day to chat with us. So thank you very much, Dan. Well, uh, you're totally welcome. And now for our final guest, we have Tom Westcott. Tom received the Kreb Volunteer of the Year Award, also known as the Marilyn Jones Memorial Award. This award was created to honor the late Marilyn Jones. It is presented to a Kreb member who embodies a spirit of volunteerism and community service. Tom has been involved in almost every facet of CREB during his 44 years as a member. This includes terms as CREB president and board chair. He has chaired a number of CREB standing committees, and he is currently volunteering on a few area committees as well. Tom was also awarded the Honorary Life Member Award this past year. Congrats on grabbing these two awards, and thanks for joining us today, Tom. Thanks, Sarah. So, Tom, you received the Marilyn Jones Memorial Award this past year. From what I've heard, Marilyn sounds like she was an amazing woman. And I know you guys were friends. Can you tell us a bit about her? Yeah, happy to. Um, first, really got to know her when she was on the board of directors. As I got to know her better, you know, I realized it wasn't, it wasn't just uh, serving on the committees and stuff. Man, uh, she was out in the parking lots if uh, we needed people directing traffic when we were doing new lock boxes or something, or uh, she was in standing behind the counter handing out stuff if that was needed. She was just always available. And uh, I was really impressed as I got to know her more. She was, she was a very good friend of, of a mutual friend of ours. And uh, you know, so I heard often about some of the stuff she was doing uh, with her church and with some other groups and really I always remember uh, the last time I saw Marilyn before uh, before she left us uh, was at a uh, past president's luncheon and and uh, there she was she'd just gotten back from somewhere and busy chatting away to everybody and then then next we heard she'd fallen ill and virtually days before she went in the hospital she was out volunteering and doing stuff so she just constantly was there whenever needed and a real real motivator I think for the rest of us. She sounds like she was a great woman and really dedicated just to the community and real estate and definitely an inspiration to us all. Oh, absolutely. And she was always a treat to deal with as a realtor. Uh, you know, she was very straightforward and, and uh, you, know, you know, really good to talk to. Yeah, we're sad she's, she's no longer with us. That's for sure. Can you tell us what inspired you to get involved with CREB and in the community? 
Well, really, I, I got inspired my second year uh, to get involved. Uh, you know, like many of us, there was there was something on a form I wasn't very happy with, and I was delivering an offer uh, to an office because that's what we did in those days. The uh, broker of the office happened to be the chair of the forms committee, so I was happy to give her my opinion on uh, what I thought was wrong with the form. So then he said, you know what, uh, we've got a subcommittee meeting tomorrow, and uh, you're on it. <laughs> So, th- so that was uh, that was my start. So it kind of started off as a personal reason there. It's one of those things that once you get started, you just can't stop. Well, absolutely. I, I think it's so important to, to give back and have your say. And, and uh, yeah, it was sort of a personal reason, which is not always the best reason to get involved, but it is at a committee level like that when it's a very focused subcommittee. But I became interested in just helping in general and, and being a lot more involved. The real payback is just understanding what happens in, in our organization and other organizations. Uh, uh, getting to know a lot of other people that you really wouldn't know nearly as well if you hadn't served on committees with them and stuff. And I think it's just been a wonderful experience. Do you have a favorite memory from any of your work? Well, I do. And it's not so much about any particular piece of work. It is tied to a piece of work. It was at the end of an eight-hour session in Ottawa involving the bylaw amendment that the five boards had brought forward. It was a long eight hours and the vote was counted and we'd won. But what made me feel really good and my favorite memory was I was approached by the executive officer of one of the other boards here in Alberta. And they said, Tom, we don't agree with you, but we know that we can trust you that you will do what you say you will. And that made me feel really good because I thought I was doing a good job representing our membership. If you could dispel one myth or rumor about realtors, what would it be? Well, that's easy. Uh, That'd be the myth that real estate is extremely easy and we get paid way too much money for doing very little work. I really wish we could change that perception because real estate is not an easy business. People tend to look at the overall commissions rather than realizing that they're split two ways and there's an awful lot of expenses. This isn't a, a business where you sort of sit there in the office in your chair comfortably sipping coffee or, or whatever, waiting for the phone to ring with thousands of clients coming to you and handing you houses that sell the next day. You know, basically what I would say is that as we do our jobs well and learn how to do them so that it appears there's no effort to it, we're really putting a lot of work in. I, I guess I think back to the way my, my first broker explained real estate to me when I uh, first started work with him. And, I, and he said, you know, real estate's a lot, a lot like a duck sitting on a pond. Above the surface, everything is calm, looks like nothing is happening, and, and seems very easy. And underneath, you're paddling like hell. That's the problem. If you're very good at it, uh, it looks really easy to your clients. You know, if you've, if you've helped them prep the house properly, you, uh, you've helped them price the house properly, you've done all your marketing work before it goes active properly, and you get an offer the first day, people say, oh, God, look how easy that was. So true. I've definitely heard that before. Well, Tom, we know that COVID-19 is top of mind for most people right now. To send us off, do you have any advice that you can offer your fellow members on working in real estate during COVID? Well, I think the most important thing is to keep current on all the various rules and protocols uh, through area CREB as well as the Alberta health requirements. Remember, we're a very visible industry. Somebody's always watching. They want to make sure that, that we're doing the right things. And I think we have to uh, make sure we are doing the right things. And whenever we're out there in front of the public, we're speaking for the entire industry, not just ourselves. The other important thing, I think, for all our members is just keep current on the market stats for Man Marie. Watch your, watch your local markets, the one you work in. Keep educating your clients, your sphere of influence as to what is really happening in our marketplace rather than what they hear or see and catch you those sound bites or headlines. Uh, you know, the media tends to overblow things somewhat. And, and quite often the problem right now is 
we no longer have uh, a city-driven newspaper or even a TV outlet. A lot of the news that we see that, that we sort of think is local uh, is really coming out of somewhere else in Canada. Uh, you know, so it's, it's easy to misinterpret what's going on. And I think it's, it's our job to educate and assist our clients and, and not just our clients, but all the people we run up against. You know, we have to really keep working to really be the expert in the room and be willing to give the expert advice. So pretty much listen to the experts and then be the expert to your clients. That is great advice. Thank you so much for your insight and for joining us today. You bet. Take care. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for the podcast and make sure you keep an eye on Kreb Talk for our next episode. 